Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where three bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with a cake. I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington. And Mr. Andy Conduit-Turner. Hello, everybody. And hello. No, there's no one else. That's it. Oh. Just us for him, afraid. Psyched <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. even, I got, even I got my hopes up then. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's it going? You guys, you guys, all right? Just started the podcast on a bum note. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on a real bum yeah. note. Really excited though. And special guest, B. A. Baracus. Oh my god! No, <laughs> made that up. <laughs> Start the podcast on a bum note. The only way is up. <laughs> Have you guys uh, had a good day? What have you been up to? Uh, you know. Ooh. Usual bit of the old uh, bit of the old work just on the kind of weird space, but where like it's um, not Halloween anymore, but you're still in that sort oh, of spooky yeah. mood. It's mm. not quite Christmassy in our house yet. That's on the yeah, it's that out. Um, the end of Halloween was a bit disappointing, I think. When it when it, we're packing all packing away all the decorations, uh, watching the pumpkins slowly start to wilt. And f- and fall in on themselves, like yeah. in Halloween sequels when you watch them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, but yeah, it's all right. We've got we've got November the fifth to look forward to over here. The day when the problem pets is- pets get really bothered. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't understand why we haven't invented silent fireworks now. We don't need. No one's excited by fireworks. Just watch a video. Unless you go into like <laughs> Disneyland or something. Unless you go to Disneyland, then it's like a really big, amazingly put together. Like these like shitty ones that people put in the back garden. They're just there to scare dogs. Like yeah. it's the worst thing in the world. And who's excited about something exploding in the air and like fizzling out like a fart in the sky? You don't need them. <laughs> just I watch mean, a YouTube video, mate. Put your headphones on. What, <laughs> talking of that, you know when people record videos of fireworks. And then oh. upload them to like social media. You're like, hang on a minute. I mean, I'm not, I don't even want to be there. And you're making me like not even be there, experience it secondhand. Videos of yeah. video, videos of fireworks is second. Well, actually, no, it's maybe just 
just ahead of videos of concerts that you'll never watch back the sound on your phone that's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. or when people post a picture of um an empty plate like i've had a lovely bit of dinner but here's the horrible (laughs) greasy empty plate i'm like i don't want to see you washing up I mean, I don't even want to see your, your meal, let alone your washing it's up. One of those things. Maybe that would be more appropriate if you could tag them so the Facebook algorithm like, don't keep this, I don't care. Yeah. Um, it's almost like, do you, want, do you want a round of applause? Oh, you finished your dinner like a big boy. There's going to be a reminder of this. <laughs> Remember that five years ago, the time you had that dinner that isn't that there isn't a picture of. Yeah. There is a picture that comes up on my Facebook occasionally of just me, <laughs> flip, just my finger flipping the bird to a burnt pie. Oh no! <laughs> oh right, yeah. But yeah. really, you should have been flipping the bird to yourself because it was your own mistake. Which no, it wasn't. Then I'd what? been perfect. I had had no problems on that one. We were <laughs> staying at um, Karen's grandparents' <laughs> house at the time, and the oven was a little bit temperamental. So, despite putting it on at the perfect temperature for the perfect time, as the book would have recommended, did everything right, Ben. I if did nothing new- wrong. And I was punished. If it's well, a new oven, if it's a new, if it's a new oven, you don't know it's quirks. I don't feel like the, <laughs> the door was held by a bit of plywood. Yeah, I don't feel like a different temperature is a quirk. That's that's a fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you do everything <laughs> right, it felt like society had let me down. I'd followed the rules. <laughs> I used to be an oven salesman. That's why I said that's just a quirk in an oven. Oh, this, <laughs> this milk's full of cheese. It's an interesting quirk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some people like the quirkiness of a sour milk. <laughs> Just quirky, get used to it, guys. Come on. Yeah. World's crazy out there. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> in hindsight, I didn't need to be reminded of that every every few years. So yeah. it came up just about a week ago now, eight years ago. Remember that time you burnt that pie and had no delete alternative it. dinner? You can del- just go and delete it. I'm always deleting old posts of me going, oh, having a WKD. Delete that, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ben's cancel proof. He's going back and rewriting history. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> old Kang the Conqueror Real... there in his master timeline. <laughs> Real boring stuff. <laughs> Real boring stuff. Like, and again, no. no one needs to know that. <laughs> I don't even the sacred timeline, Ben. Exactly. The timeline where I wasn't a twat. There's only yeah. one. It's like, <laughs> there's only one. You know, when Doctor Strange says, I saw four million timelines. How, how many of them? I was being a right tit. There's how many of them were you a twat? <laughs> pretty, all, pretty much all of them, mate. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was enjoying a reef that time. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> Tropical reef. Did you guys do anything special for Halloween? Anything um, good? Yeah, I had a few friends around. Um, we were going to watch Hellraiser because they hadn't seen Hellraiser. Uh, but I thought um, on a whim, I downloaded Until Dawn, you know, the PS4 game. Oh, so could, yeah. So I could choose your own adventure. Horror, it's, well, it's like an interactive horror movie, and it's got like facial recognition character actors like uh, Rami Malek and Hayden Panettiere and, and these people in it. Um, and we ended up just playing that for like five hours. It was way longer than I thought it was going to be. Oh, wow. I think we we're only about halfway through as well. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's definitely aged a bit. It's like it was a PS4 launch game, I think. So mm. what's that? Five, it's quite early. Yeah. Five, six years or something. Um, but it was really fun, and we just couldn't stop playing it so that's and it was like one o'clock and we were like we we're gonna have to pack this in halloween's over <laughs> i'm really tired it's christmas now come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about you guys um, um bit of trick-or-treating with the kids 
uh, kids related to me, not just random children that I tagged along with. <laughs> come uh, on, kids. <laughs> one thing about the kids, though, and this was, I, I, was a, I was a bit like, come on, come on, kids, sort of out. They weren't saying trick or treat. They were just allowing the door to be opened and then assuming that they were they deserved sweets. I'm like, no, no, the minimal thing, the minimal effort from you is to at least say, were they even treat. kids, like a 17 year old boy? <laughs> <laughs> just 17-year-old boy uh, just squatting. Well, you dressed as a mugger. <laughs> some pretty good, some pretty good outfits swag, though my uh yeah. <laughs> my my nephews did freddy versus jason so they one of them was jason Voorhees, one oh, of them was Freddy kruger did they, did they know who they are i think they know vaguely obviously they've not seen all the movies uh maybe they yeah. have no but they vaguely was your, know. Was, your, was your one nephew putting his hand up there saying yeah i'm I'm classic Freddy, where it's ambiguous that I'm a sex offender, not not modern Freddy. 100%. I said, I think I told you this maybe a couple of weeks back, where my mum was, I was trying to explain who Freddy was without terrifying him, uh, but my mum butted in and went, and he killed kids. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was trying to leave that bit out. I think I told you that already. But uh, yeah, He's a naughty man, and he's uh, he was quite rude. And... We didn't get one trick-or-treater at our house, though, despite the fact... We didn't. We we put the pumpkins out and quite a lot of Halloween decorations. I'm not usually one for it, but we had quite a lot going on. Um, yeah. Not a single person knocked on the door. I don't know what, what that That's was weird. like. We, um, we, we actually got prepared with loads of sweets and stuff ready for kids and we didn't get anyone. And I realised outside in our front, there's like no streetlights at all. It's like pitch black. And I'd be like, it'd be oh, yeah. terrifying for little kids. Yeah. To, but then again, the if you prepared a load of sweets and no one turned up, all the more for you. Yeah, yeah, I've had loads. That's far too many. Right into Christmas as well. Um, we, we oh, they're all gone. We took a gamble. We didn't get any sweets in because we live off like a little, um, it's like a little side road off the main road. And, and again, it's like yours, Luke. There's no lights to get down there. It's off the public highway, so there's no like street lights. So it would be terrifying to walk down here. And there's only a couple of houses down here. So like it yeah. wouldn't be worth it for the savvy trick-or-treater. Um, so we didn't get anyone. My parents, my dad's retired now, so he is. Uh, oh, they know all the they know the most efficient routes. My dad's um, retired now, so he, he sent me a video of what they've done in their house. I'll, maybe I'll post it to the group. But um, they've gone all out. My parents, who definitely when we were kids, were like, oh, bloody Halloween, that's an American thing. Now yeah. they're well into it. Um, they decorated the yeah. house, and my dad, uh, you know, now he's got nothing else to be doing with his time, like working all the time has he got one of those projector things that you see so the upstairs bedroom window it, they and he's because he's a big tech guy they have like a ring doorbell or whatever it is that has the camera on it and he managed to sync it up so the projector came to life with sound effects of like zombies and like the like the video of people like banging on the windows and so on oh wow he had it set to trigger when the camera noticed someone walking up towards the house that's amazing. Um, the first load That's of genius. kids, they, the first load of kids they had coming to the door ran away. <laughs> oh, traumatized for life. But then they got loads of trick or treaters. But they, like, yeah. my mum and dad, live in like a classic, like trick or treating neighborhood. Nice little cul de sac. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds that does nice. Sound good. Yeah, sounds lovely. Did, did you watch anything or or play anything or consume anything? Working my way through the. Halloween series because we're do you want to reveal Ben we're going to do a little something special for Halloween so we're working way through the series still uh yeah we've discussed doing a Halloween franchise ranking um 
I know there's a lot of them to watch. So I'm thinking, I think I suggested if there's absolutely loads you haven't seen, either of you, maybe we could do a, a general. We could just, the ones we haven't seen, maybe just put them at the bottom of the list. I don't know. That that reminds me as well. Worse than anybody's seen it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm really understudied for, um, I don't know that's the right word, for Halloween. But that reminds me, I saw someone on YouTube did, you know, on YouTube, there's a whole craze of like ranking stuff and they have like S tier. Oh, um, yeah. They have, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Saw, saw a few people doing the horror movies and they were ranking uh, the, the best and, and worst horror movies. And I thought we could do that. We yeah. could definitely do something like that. Just get, I don't know. I, top... do like, I, I do like the tier. What's it called? Yeah, the tier, tier maker list. Whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, we could do a list. Do like some some tiers of different like franchise, like do a t- like a franchise tier and say, okay, this is where the Halloween franchise is. This is where that'd be yeah. good. Maybe do it as an offshoot of that. So maybe we do a, a ranking where we do our top whatever ones or the list of our favourites. But then also while we're discussing them, chuck them in the tier list as well. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Yeah. But then there I might be <laughs> But we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. We know each other well enough now. We'll uh, we'll come to a consensus. I'm digging my heels in on this. <laughs> there's a video recently on... I mean, it was on the TikTok, but I didn't see it on there, of course, because I'm 38 years old. I um, saw it on, <laughs> I saw it when someone had posted it to Twitter and someone had done a video saying, what your favourite horror movie says about says about you. And not one to criticise, you know, our, if listicles are anything to go by our Lords and Masters Gen Z, but um, the, the first two are things that it says about you. And then the list very quickly devolves into my mom's favorite horror film. Your favorite horror movie doesn't being screamed doesn't mean that as a person you are my mom's favorite horror film. That's just oh, a okay. thing you have said. Yeah. So, so I watched this two minute video and what it can what it made me what it made me was furious, furious yeah. for being inaccurate. What I've noticed on TikTok, especially in terms of horror movie TikTok, is there are a lot of really bland basic takes. I've noticed. That's one thing I've noticed where someone goes, Oh, like horror movies, do you? Well, I bet you haven't seen this. Halloween free. Did you know there was a third <laughs> Halloween movie? And Michael Myers ain't even in it. And I go, Oh, come on. Give people some respect. I want to see some mad shit that no yeah. one's seen. Like, this is why, Ben, people come to the Horror Hangout podcast. When we do Book of Saw, we compare Chris Rock's character to Zippy from Rainbow. No other podcast. Yeah. I guarantee that. That's what you want? That's what you want. I think it's what that's what Twitter is missing as well. So as well. So as well. Someone on Twitter who I don't know, but I really like them, and I feel like I'd like to know them as a person. But they're too they're too cool. Uh, but they they were talking about how they went to a horror movie quiz uh, with their workplace, uh, and they like they were saying how they wish they had someone here who knew horror movies. And I was like, God, if I was there, I, I, I should go there and run across the country. To me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Then, then they accept me as a person. And but yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. this is the life of the horror movie fan. Like, oh, if any people would invite us to these things, like I'd, I'd travel for those. Maybe we should be like, you know, like the people that are on eggheads that go and they uh, they turn up. At, I mean, we won't be like the eggheads. We won't murder someone in Amsterdam, but allegedly. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> But, <laughs> but, but we could um, turn up to a horror quiz and then it'll be like a casual fun thing. And then as we won, 
you know, the round of drinks or whatever it is, then loud, ah, suckers. We've done a horror, we do a horror podcast. We do a weekly horror <laughs> podcast. Rip up, yeah. rip off whatever we've got on. And we've got horror hangout t-shirts on underneath. <laughs> and then we've got them for sale as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after we've offended everyone in there. <laughs> ah, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> um, yeah. But what else? Um, ben, have you, you've been playing a bit of horror, right? Uh, yeah. well, a little bit. So I'm still um, chipping away at Alan Wake. I've not finished that. I'm kind of it's episodic, so I'm kind of every time I finish an episode, I think I'll leave that for a bit, come back to it in a while. Mm-hmm. It's got to a point now where I feel like it's almost unfairly difficult. Where I'm like, oh come on, I got no ch- no chance against this massive tractor. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I don't, I don't really been, I haven't played it in many many years. Is it difficult? I can't. I think there's difficulty settings. Have you tried? Well, um, <laughs> it's kind of like, I mean, I would never do that. I'd never lower the difficulty. I feel like I'd be lying to myself, you know, just, uh, but it's quite difficult. I think it's maybe the controls as well. Like, it, mm. like, obviously it's a remaster, but it still feels a little bit like an older game um, where you can't, like dodging's a bit off and yeah. aiming's, aiming's a bit inconsistent, but I mean, still, still great. I love it when horror games have got a bit of that about it where, sort of wrestling the controls as part of the pain <laughs> part of the survival horror thing um sorry andy what are you gonna say i was just say I, i'm just enjoying your memories of it then like i remember really enjoying alan wake oh yeah mm. the story the story is 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 great I, I do really like it it's um it's like a mix of what what would you say twin peaks Silent yeah Hill. plus it's got it's got a very like david lynch feel to it i think the whole david lynch stephen king um classic yeah. feel yeah um so i've been playing that and also been playing inside the game from play dead which i know both of you have played as well the side scroll sky what, how do you describe it side scrolling platform i call also. i call this genre my favorite genre of game <laughs> oh wow okay. like it's like puzzle creepy atmospheric puzzle platformer yeah with so it's like great. Kids, Limbo, little, little, yeah, it's the spooky kids genre. Of... It's amazing. It's so they're so interesting and unique. It's so, it's so inventive that like it's insane. As as I explained to you guys before, sometimes I'll do something, I'll try and get past a certain section ten times, and the answer is actually quite straightforward. But I'm like, what? Or the or the answer is like so ingenious that I'm like, what on earth? Like I would have never. How did I even think of that? How did they even think of that? Sorry. Uh, yeah. of the game the thing i love about that game is um it's really nuanced like you were talking to us before we start recording about this bit with the dogs yeah uh, and yeah the way they react to you is quite um quite unique but also like you'll notice that some npcs will react to you differently to other npcs and there's just like Nothing seems copy and paste, if that makes sense. No, I know, it all seems very well placed. It feels very real as well, doesn't it? And as as I said before, as well, the margins are so fine, where like you fin you successfully get past a certain section by the skin of your teeth, and you have such a sense of achievement from that. But obviously, it's been designed in the way to to make it like that as well. So. I'm so excited for you to finish it. Yeah, I, I can't wait, Ben. You're gonna have to text us when you when you get well, to it because, like, well, like literally, uh, the end of that game. No spoilers, but like the last section, you play like the last half hour, twenty minutes of it. And I, when I stopped, I was just like, "Fucking hell!" I think you told me that when I was playing it, Andy, for the first time. And I remember thinking because I played Limbo before, which is played as first game, and I was like, "I don't understand what 
what could happen that could be mind blowing, but then it happens, <laughs> and it is pretty mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I've got Limbo too, so I mean, I'll play that next as well. I expect Limbo is really, really good. It's um, yeah. In fact, I know some people who prefer it. Uh, okay. Great, crazy folks, uh, but it is good. Looking forward to it. Yeah, there's there's loads to get, and then I guess spanning off from that, you get the ones that go into like a Metroidvania thing as well. Like you've got yeah. Hollow Knight, which I've done a bit of, but it's dead hard. And Ori oh, in the no, Blind Forest is super. Is not horror at all. It's very pretty, but it's nice. And it's and it's has a great aesthetic like that about it as well. Yeah, yeah, I want to play those at some point. Uh, Hollow Knight is great, but it is it is way way too hard. Um, I think I played a game, a horror game. It was a free. There's a there's a whole community of people on itch.io, which is like an indie gaming website. Um, and there's a whole community of people making horror games, and like some of them are like astoundingly good. There's one on there called Wrong Floor, and it's uh single guy developer made it on his own uh he made it in unity it's all um homemade models and stuff it's quite short i think it's like a 10 15 minute experience and the uh, it's a first person puzzle i guess uh you're you get on a lift and the lift doesn't make it all the way to the the next floor like it makes it halfway and then you're side you're in this floor that doesn't that shouldn't be there and it's pitch black and then you find out there's like a guy in there with you and it's like so so up at scale. It's like one of the scariest things I've ever played. Oh, wow. uh, the, the atmosphere it creates is, is unreal. Uh, so I'd, I'd recommend that. It's only on Windows, though. I think maybe some Mac is... Well, I don't know. But it's um, uh, Wrong Floor. It's free. It's about a 10-minute experience. And it is really good. Write that down. Or I just watch playthrough because there's loads of playthroughs of it on, uh, on YouTube. Take the full horror experience if I can take it and see see how we do. Yeah. And that I know we've kind of gone into what we're watching because of the season, but um little uh tiny bit of I guess horror adjacent news, unless you've got anything else, Ben. Um sort of trailer for Mo- Morbius was out today. Another trailer yeah. for that. Yeah, I was gonna mention that actually in terms of uh what we've been watching. So uh, sorry, in terms of horror news. So second trailer, I think it's actually coming out in January 2022. Um, st- like there's a certain shot which looks quite promising of him going full Morbius. I'm still very unsure of, about this film and mm. what what to expect from it. And Jared Leto as the leading man and, you know, what they're going to do with the character. Was he like kind of flying at one point? Yeah, he does like like the Michael Morbius flying from from the the Spider-Man cartoon where he just can fly, just puts his hands up and goes. I'm going to watch all the Spider-Man cartoons. It's going to take me a while. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. They're so so good. That is one of the most fantastic series. X-Men as well after that. Yeah, the X-Men one, I don't know if it holds it quite as well. Uh, it's a I think the later series, you lose focus a little bit. First two seasons are really good still. Um, yeah. But then later, there's not, you know, other people just turn up at random. It's even got like, stuff like the Shire Empire and stuff, right? <laughs> like yeah, it does go really... Space Birds into... Empire, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I will, I'll get around to that. I noticed I was watching the first episode with the lizard and I was like this is like a really horror like they, yeah. they lean into a lot of horror tropes inspired man villains um so yeah yeah 100 
Um, and it look and it almost does look like de for definite is going to be some iteration of the Sinister Six in No Way Home, doesn't it? There's yeah. You both, have you both seen Venom two now? No, but I've, I've seen, seen the spoiler. Yeah, the, uh, the credit uh, okay. spoiler, which is quite I've a cool spoiler, Ven I've got to say. I've seen Venom two. Have you guys discussed Venom two on this show? No, no I've not seen it yet. I haven't. I, I haven't seen to. it, but I know the end credit scene. I I've seen it, um, and I found it just as naff as, i saw your as, review as the, as the yeah. first one i mean yeah, honestly i think i preferred the first one too. yeah yeah you did you did you did but all the problems i had with the first one i had with the second one as well so yeah there we go um apart from that news wise the only thing i've seen is that Zack snyder's army of the dead sequel is titled planet of the dead um Ooh. so it's gonna be a prequel anime series army of the dead lost vegas obviously that army of thieves movies come out now which is oh, no. not yeah, I think it's out now, which is um, not horror at all, is it? It's more like a sort of thriller. Ocean's Eleven. Steelers. Yeah, heisty. heisty. Steelers. The Steelers which, is, which is annoying, really, isn't it? Because you're just like, well, is that the most interesting part of, of Army of the Dead? The man who can the robot save? <laughs> oh, yeah, he breaks into a safe. Oh, yeah, does he save Robots. <laughs> oh, yeah, my problem is I'm really good at uh, cracking a safe, but I'm a robot. Can't pick a, can't, can't pick a robot out of a lineup. It wanted to slip about, right past me. What about yeah. him with the with the glowing blue eyes? What? No. Might just <laughs> might just be Nordic. Okay. I don't know if he's... Um, I've got some news actually. Uh, I saw Rob Savage, director who, who made Host. Oh yeah. And oh, Dash right. He's that was directing uh, a Stephen King movie. He's doing an adaptation of The Boogeyman, which I have to say. I'm not too sure about that as a premise because that was the short story that became it, I think. If my understanding is correct, that's from the short story collection Night Shift. It's about a psychiatrist who, um, I can't remember, something about his kids. Maybe his kids are complaining about a boogeyman. Um, but I thought that, that that's the inspiration for it. So it seems weird that they're turning that into a, into a feature length film. But if anyone can do it, I'm pretty sure Rob Savage can. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'll Very turn exciting. up for it. Have you got? Have you seen Dash Cam? Yeah. No, I really want to though. It looks like it's yeah, been I'd quite like divisive. Yeah. Um, like I heard some people mention Sam Raimi um, as a kind of uh, not aesthetic, but maybe like the attitude towards the filmmaking side of it. So that yeah. looks like it could be quite fun. I don't know when that's even out and available for. Yeah, sure. It's been doing like limited runs and like festivals, right? But yeah. It'll there's turn few, up. There's a few movies I really want to watch. That Titan, Titan. Yeah. yeah, I keep seeing that get picked up. Um, Antlers is out at some point as well. Yes, I, I know. Antlers. One of my friends, he has like an o, like an Odeon near them. He saw that yesterday. Um, maybe it's. I'm not sure if it's a special screening or just out. Yeah, I think it might. I wouldn't. I'd like to see it as well. I think that's out now. I think Titan isn't out in the UK until like the end of the year. Like right yeah. at the tail end of December, um, maybe we should do a bonus episode on ant antlers then if we can all see it. Yeah, well. if we can get get hold of it, that'd be great. Like find somewhere it's screening. Because I was a bit like, oh, I've lost all interest in that. But then the reviews are coming out, and it seems like people are kind of digging it. So yeah, yeah, Look forward to it. Sounds have you good. Guys, anything else you guys <laughs> have seen this week? Really? No, um, just the film of the week for me. Yeah, um, just film of the week, really. The only I, I did give Sweeney Todd a rewatch. Um, oh, the the Tim, Tim Burton Sweeney Todd. 
Um, because it's been a long I time see since I've seen you. that. Joanna, <laughs> now I'm inside <laughs> your bedroom. <laughs> I want he always thinks he wants to steal her. He's like, Yeah, I steal. I smell hey, you. <laughs> why are you singing? Why are you singing at her like that? You He's might creepy hate guy, isn't he? You might have nothing in common with her. He's a twat yeah. as well. He keeps bursting into the room and <laughs> spilling all the plot. Like when there's a bad guy around. Oh, all over the Bur- floor. Just bursts Clean into down. a room and goes, I'm gonna steal her away. Oh no. <laughs> That's your barricade. Awesome, singing to her from the streets like yeah. a buffoon. Like of course, the um not Snape, whatever his name is. Rickman, of course he's going to get you. What bothers me about that is he gets like halfway shaven and then just leaves the barbers. Yeah. I'm like, it's kind of a ease me. Come on, finish me off. Not like that, but you know. (laughs) It's a bit bit risky though. I'd I'd probably just go with a half shaved face because, I mean, you're going to get dead. Although he doesn't know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. It's a good um, film. I think that's an underrated Tim Burton movie. I like feel like that and Sleepy Hollow. I really like them. Is yeah, uh, Sleepy Hollow is my favourites. That'd yeah. be a great, great double feature. Yeah. For a pale Johnny Depp face. Uh, yeah. Double, <laughs> double chicken, chick old Edward Scissorhands in, make it a triple. Benjamin oh, yeah. Barker. I always uh, say <laughs> whenever I hear like some say I had him. I always hear that in Benjamin Barker's voice. I had him. Yeah, so it's just one of those films that's like stuck with me for some reason. Yeah, and it made you kind of <laughs> kind of crave human flesh as well. I mean, of course not, but uh, yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Don't eat human flesh. What, what I remember, do you remember the bodies like slipping down the, the they like proper crash on against they cr- the floor, don't they? They probably yeah. crash horribly, like head first, and that was probably the quite most... brutal. Yeah, so brutal. Is it the only 18 rated Tim Burton movie? Um. I want to say so. I don't. I was going to say many... Sleepy Hollow, but I don't think it. I don't think that, it Sleepy Hollow is PG. Right? Really? PG, mate. But by, by modern standards, I reckon it'd be a twelve A. Might yeah. be a fifteen back in the day. Twelve A wasn't a thing. Head's getting lopped off though. And those are like the heads, like a tree. The tree opens up and heads tumble out of it. Mm. Seems quite gory. Um, also, there's that bit with that kid. Gets moided under the under the floorboards. No, no, no yeah. one says fuck or bugger though, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, but, uh, yeah. There's, there's um, a certain certain twist though that I completely forgot about, and when it was revealed, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" Is that the see your fire woman? <laughs> yeah, that woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No I'm one recognizes. Wa- <laughs> no one recognizes anyone in this film. They're like, "What's that? You got a bit of got a streak of white hair. You're unrecognizable <laughs> to everyone." <laughs> <laughs> no one true. knows who you are. Yeah, but there's no Facebook back then, is there? Like it's, it's difficult. The Clark, it's the Clark Kent glasses all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and also, yeah. he's got a weird sexual relationship with his razors, isn't he? Yeah. He calls him his friend. friends. He calls him his friends, <laughs> but he's definitely, he's definitely shaving his balls with them. Probably. I mean, yeah. You've got to use he's a skillful barber. Probably be fine. Yeah. That's, it's practice, practice set. A perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect every time. Perfect every time. That scrotum has not got a, not got a single. Nick. It's not got a crease on it even. What's that <laughs> advert that keeps keeps coming up? Manscaping. He was like the yeah. original manscaper, yeah. analog yeah, yeah. style. He used to go okay, around the door, door, door to door. I'm about to do a shave, but before I jump into it, Sweeney Todd is proud to be proud to be sponsored by by Harry's razors. Harry's razors. Harry's razors. You want to be smooth like Mysterio's head by the time. Oh he's my that god. Good. It's got, 
There's got to be a, a Sweeney Todd ASMR where you get a nice shave, but then also get your throat slit at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you seen that actually? Sorry. Dive into one more bit of news. I saw, um, so podcast I listened to a while ago. Don't worry, I'm not going to, I'm not bigging up a small independent one. It's from the good folks at the BBC. I listened <laughs> to um, um, a series called Battersea Poltergeist a while ago. So a journalist called Danny Robbins, really nice narratively done story of like a haunting in um, the 60s that went on. But they had something promoted on, 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 their, on their list. Like it was like the same production company had done snips. So I just got the promoted one come up in the feed. Um, it's called Dead House. Um, and it's just right now there are only three episodes out. It's um, audio fiction stuff, but mm. um, they've done it very, very deliberately with kind of really heavy sound engineering. It's, you know, designed to be binaural sort of listened with, listened to with headphones and so on. Yeah. I listened to the demo one of them that they did in just the previews. Really well done. I can't speak yeah. to the quality of the stories yet. I've not listened to them, but um, just for sound engineering, it was it was very impressive. I always thought that that had to be done at some point with like proper proper binaural recording uh, for like spooky sounds. I remember there was a binaural test thing on YouTube where it's like a guy getting their head shaved, and with the they're recording it like a, a mic with like two ear shapes or something, and it's it's amazing. Like the effect, it feels like you're genuine. Gen- genuinely there getting your head shaved which yeah. I- the, the one i the one i listened to I was it. yeah it was uh it, it was impressive just like a little five minute snippet yeah that's, that's fairly okay. intense yeah it's yeah. worth a look sounds good and then there was the beyond which i think was my suggestion i wouldn't say recommendation but it was my suggestion oh yeah, yeah. did you have, did you have a reason why you suggested it I don't know. I think um, we were talking about a few on the list, and I felt like we needed a bit of a wild card in there. Yep. Yeah. That would yeah. be quite wild. And I, for one, <laughs> Luke, am, am delighted that you picked this as a wild card. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, so, The Beyond is a 1981 Italian gothic supernatural horror film directed by uh, Lucio Falci. Is that you say his name? I think uh, Fulci, I think is... Uh, Fulci, Fulci. Yeah. Um, so this is no... So the actual Italian title is And You Will Live in Terror, The Afterlife. I'm not going to try and pronounce it in, in Italian. Um, so yeah, how come we've got a different... Is it just one of those movies that's got a different title in the US for some reason? Yeah. Um, yeah. So if... a, young, a young woman inherits an old hotel in Louisiana where, following a series of supernatural accidents... She learns that the building was built over one of the entrances to hell. Oh, bloody hell. Unfortunate, that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so this film is an interesting one. Uh, the ratings on IMDb are 6.8 out of 10. Uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is 67%. There is no consensus score. I don't think there's enough of them. They just couldn't come to a consensus. It's such a challenging, <laughs> divisive film. Yeah. Uh, the, the audience score is 76%. Uh, Letterbox has it at three point six out of five. Um, couple of choice reviews. That's pretty high, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh put an absolute goat of Fever Dream Cinema, five stars. So he he was well into it. And then Basim Emad put the most disturbing thing about this film is that there are actually people who like it. Half a star. So they were not. <laughs> 
not only not a fan of the film, but not a fan of people who they like, like it. it. Yeah. It is an interesting film. Um, it's not the first time I've seen it. And also, I'm sure you guys might have seen another Fulci film. He did uh, Zombie 2. I say, is it Zombie 2? The Porridge Man reminded me of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, is that the one with the shark that fights a zombie? A shark fights a zombie? I've definitely yeah. not seen that. I don't yeah. think I've seen Zombie 2. I'm aware of it. And I know it's an Italian zombie movie. It's a sequel, unofficial sequel to Dawn of the Dead. Um, okay. And I want to there is yeah, there's a, there's a shark fight scene. It says it yeah. says the insane story it. of Zombie Two's notorious shark fight scene. Oh, we'll get him on the list then. We'll have Absolutely, him on. wow. Yeah, that's an interesting film. Um, I think the Beyond is meant to be his, um, maybe not his most famous, but his his most. Not even not polished, what's the word I'm looking for? Renowned film, I guess. I mean, people say you've got to watch a Fulci film because I think he's yeah. known for this kind of nightmarish, crazy, weird gore uh, cinema. Um, the Beyond is the one that, pe- that people always get told to watch first. Um, yeah, and I'm interested to know what you guys thought of it. <laughs> How did it go down? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching this zombie versus shark fight scene. <laughs> I'm just really, I mean, it's a real shark. It's not like a, yeah. it's not like a, a model of a shark or anything. It's not a real man, though, is it? And as a zombie, is it a real man? Yeah, it's definitely a real man. He's got, he's obviously got a fake arm that the shark's biting. But that is, that is mental. <laughs> I'd absolutely love to know what the hell happened there. Um, definitely watch that. Just please YouTube shark versus zombie, and you'll find it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is the first time that I've seen that I've seen the Beyond. I think I've seen like little clips from it a lot. Like I've yeah. always seen that clip with the car approaching the blind woman and the, do- and the dog. I've seen oh, is that, that on the uh, weird bridge highway thing that the goes over the, the bridge? Thing. The bridge highway to like Silent Hill in the mist. And yeah. I've seen little clips of the of the gory effects as well um, here and there, but I've never actually sat down and watched this one, which is surprising because it's pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's there's a weird thing with like this kind, these kind of Italian horror movies where uh, they all kind of, I mean, I don't think this was filmed in uh, New Orleans. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in Italy, and they've just kind of found a, well, a house and stuff. Funny you should say that, Luke. Sorry. Really? But, um, go on. Go on. I, I thought I thought I should do a little bit of research just because I really didn't oh, know no. much about this film. So I watched a couple of sort of behind the scenes videos. It was filmed in New Orleans, wow. but. It's got this weird sort of like it's it's like New Orleans through the eyes of Italy, to the point yeah. where like so apparently apart from the two lead characters, everyone else was Italian. Yeah. Like crew, um, actors, they're all Italian. Um, Plumber Joe, all of them. Plumber Joe, just pretty much everyone with a southern accent. Yeah. Um, mysterious ginger, st- mysterious ginger child, Jill. They're all they're all Italian. Yeah. So. I'm not entirely sure why they did it, but they took everything to New Orleans to, to shoot it there. I guess because maybe thinking, oh, if we do make a horror and we set it in the US, maybe it'll be it'll appeal more yeah. so to wider market. I guess wider yeah. market. Uh, yeah. So really, maybe they had access to that house, that house that they feature quite a lot in the, the hotel. Even um, we've got, I've got us a house. Yeah, <laughs> it's in New Orleans. <laughs> what the, that's miles we're away. In, we're in Italy. <laughs> oh, when am I going to get a reason to go over there? Oh. Set a film there. It's a good idea, I might. It's a good idea. There yeah. <laughs> you It's weird it though, about? when you no. it, it could have <laughs> this film didn't necessarily have to no be. No one would ever know. Yeah. yeah. 
It wasn't like you watch this film and go, well, it had to be in New Orleans, nowhere else. A similar sort of story could have been set anywhere else. Yeah. It's also got that weird thing, like in Italian film productions, Italian horror film productions, where they don't seem to like to record sound from the day. Like everything yeah. has to be done in post. So then you get people who you've obviously dubbed them um, and they they look like they're speaking English words, but it's like a slightly different performance. Like someone yeah. will, will sound way more uh, exasperated than their face, especially the blind lady. There's bits where she's just talking normally into the camera, but her voice is like screaming. <laughs> over the so I won't go back, please. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's a weird, peculiar uh, feel. But I think it just like adds to the to the fever dream aesthetic of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm inclined to agree with you there. That wasn't um, uncommon though for other films of the genre, right? Like these Italian horror movies. I'm pretty mm. sure, um, Luke, you weren't there for that one. But um, Ben, isn't this something that was common with pieces as well? That they had um, even the actors that spoke English, they then yeah. dubbed over them with another performance of. Of English speakers, yeah, same with um, uh, Dario Argento's uh, stuff as well. Yeah, I can't remember what we did before, but yeah, um, and also like the, the gore is like, and it feels like this that's the main purpose at the time. It's like, let's just get something really gory in there and let's just melt, melt a face and then have blood. Yeah, so let's, have a, let's have a spider eat someone's eyes out. We can melt a face, we got to write a film around. The face melt and see what well, we can melt a face, but what are we gonna we gotta have some sort of story. Nah, yeah. let's just melt a face. Oh right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh cast wise, I didn't really recognise anyone because they're probably all Italian. Are you said of the, the so first Ka- two Catriona Ka- McCall, um, who plays Liza and David Warbeck, who plays uh, John McCabe. They're both English, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think they're English. Um, and I think they've both, or definitely, definitely, um, Katrina McCall has been in two previous um, Fulci movies: *City of the Living Dead* and *The House by the Cemetery*. And these, those three films, including *The Beyond* as the middle part, are considered um, a trilogy, aren't they? Yeah, I didn't know *The Beyond*. I thought *The Beyond* was the first one. I didn't know it was the the middle one. That's interesting. Well. Um, a trilogy, but City of the Living Dead was 1980, and then the Beyond and House by the Cemetery are both 1981. So that's weird. <laughs> Mix them up. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there is. It looks like there's a lot of plot in this film, uh, but I don't know if if it even is sticks to its own plot that much. I think it just seems to sort of fly from one. Crazy it flies between the beats of the film, yeah. right? Because certainly, like that man, a man gets an autopsy very quickly late, later on. But there is there's a semblance of a plot. We start in the past and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it starts off in black and white uh, in like the 1920s. I don't, don't know. A while ago, uh, there's an artist living in that hotel in room 36, yeah. and he's like painting. Hell. He's painting intensely, isn't he? He's doing yeah. an intense painting, painting of hell. But as we quickly learn, everyone's a bloody critic, aren't they? The, the neighbours come <laughs> in and they chain-punch him right in the face. They don't like <laughs> his painting one <laughs> iota. How did they know he was doing that? How did they go, what's he doing in there? Are you, are you painting the landscape of hell in there? <laughs> no. It's, uh, right, pass me my chain. Didn't he have Bristol, the, bu- the Bristol book? Bristol City Centre. <laughs> 
Then he had the Book of Ibon though as well. Like he did, yeah. Wasn't wasn't the other name? Wasn't what's the name reading that though? Yeah. Like they're all at it. They're all having a good go on the Book of Ibon. She was reading that Book of Prophecies, and as we see him, well, first he gets chain punched, and then the villagers say, "Right down in the basement, you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna crucify." Tell you what, could use those villagers around here. I never managed to hang up a painting that well. Got to, um, you know, got to really drill the holes. Got to really get the things in carefully. <laughs> These guys managed to hammer nails into stone through a man, quick as you like. A couple of taps. Yeah, it looks. It looks. Um, <laughs> it looks pretty painful. Um, it's got a kind of well. dubbed, dubbed screaming thing going on. Yeah. Um, well, th- so I think that they think he's essentially practicing black magic, don't they? But doing a doing a dirty old painting. Easy, like, easy to mistake yeah. that for painting. <laughs> that Bob <laughs> Ross was getting it all the time. Bob, you doing witchcraft? No, I'm painting, remember? Painting. But how'd you do that? They, there was a couple of blobs a second ago. Now it looks like a bloody like a tree. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, they, they're so annoyed at him that they don't just crucify him on the wall. They get their they get their hot porridge oats soaked over, <laughs> and they dash them in his face. Oh yeah, that's it's fresh obviously fresh, what that's supposed to be. Fresh it's obviously, the microwave. Yeah, they're, they're hot hot porridge oats, and, then, and it's Daddy Bear's porridge because it is too hot, my friends. It looks like plain ready breakfast. Ass like the worst, the worst. I mean, it's I guess that syrup golden syrup one is dead nice. I guess some sort of acid. Is that what we're thinking? This is. I don't know because where where are villagers get porridge acid from? <laughs> acid porridge. Where'd you get our porridge acid? Don't ask. Don't is it tell. Like, is it like a like some kind of lime for like building the walls or something like that? Really hot plaster of Paris. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Could be, could be. Um, we'll but know. like bits of him like sloughs off, right? Like I feel like there's blood and and stuff. It's yeah. quite an effective. Um, so this effect of the melting faces and stuff is quite effective because it looks kind of. As soon as it starts melting away, it goes red, and then the blood appears. Yeah. I'm not sure it's, it's kind of over the top, but at the same time, it looks. There's a couple of times, and I was like, "Ooh, that actually got me in the stomach just a little bit." There's a teeny yeah, tiny yeah. bit of queasiness there. Um, I think maybe when the lady gets her ear bit off by the dog, uh, I think that got yeah. me a bit. Um, yeah. But the same, I don't understand. So the lady, the blind lady, the lady. <laughs> Where yeah, she, she she goes blind from reading the prophecy, right? Because that's the end of the flashback sequence. She's having a read oh, about okay. these prophecies, and Wait. then she puts the book down. The book bursts into flames when we go to the titles. That might just be for effect, like a, well, the opening of a Bond thing. I don't really think those people are swimming around in silhouette. Oh, dramatic, isn't it? This book. I got, I got confused it. as to where, why she was. Was she a ghost or something in the present day? Have you got completely misread what was happening? Because later on she's like, "Don't take me back to all yeah. the ghosts." Yeah, so I was like, yeah. "Maybe they want her. To, maybe she's from their time." And yeah, because she was reading by all those oil lamps, so maybe she's from their time and the book killed her, and she came yeah, back she as a fine. ghost. Doctor Who, milky eyes. Yeah, yeah, like well, quail's like, egg right. eyes. Yeah, those eyes so strange. <laughs> They're all crap. Maybe she's just she read that book so hard that it wore them out. I almost did that with Very Hungry Caterpillar when I was a kid. Library told me I couldn't renew it again. You need, um, you need to get some of them computer glasses. My eyes have been getting bad. Yeah, <laughs> like a special blue light glass. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, then, then we're then we're in 1981, aren't we? 
Okay, yeah, 1981. And Owen, our main character, inherits the hotel. And uh, she's opening it up, and there's like people on scaffolding and stuff. I think someone falls off the scaffolding. Yeah, he and... falls off. Like, so, so it begins with first, oh, sorry, I forgot to say that the artist man was going, he points out to the villagers, lads, be, he actually says, be careful. He said, be careful. This hotel is on a gate to hell. I can save you somehow with this painting. Um, but if you're not careful, hell's gonna gonna get you. And yeah. then it flashes forward to 1980 odd, like you know, years later. And, oh, looks like they were careful then, because nothing yeah. happened. Fifty but years, of, fifty years peace. living on top of hell. It's been um, fine. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so it's I guess it's. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's, one of, like, it's a Horcrux hotel or anything like that, so you mustn't mess with it, otherwise hell's going to come out. Um but I was reading it here saying, oh, well, looks like 50 years have passed. Nothing has gone wrong and everything's fine. But I spoke too soon because that man yeah. literally says, oh, painted that wall. It's going to be done. And then he sees scary blind eyes and falls off the scaffolding. Oh, yeah. Is that how you react now? I mean, I guess we're supposed to believe it's got some sort of supernatural power. But if I saw someone with quells there, guys, I think I'd just be like, ah, all right. <laughs> oh, well, well, it depends, like, if she came out of nowhere. <laughs> Like, there's oh, been yeah. times when I've been in, in my bedroom listening to music and looking, there's a window cleaner like, out the window looking in. <laughs> what if, quails if, are guys. If, if you'd quit with <laughs> quails are guys, he would have fallen off. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, he... And they, they call for this guy a doctor. But to be honest, the state of him doesn't need a doctor. He needs a, <laughs> he needs a sponge, mop and bucket. <laughs> He's yeah. a bloody sponge, mate. I've got a broken neck. You need a good bath, you do, mate. Come on. Well, he's there and he's all he's all floppy like a skeletonless man, and he's yep. like like there's a lot of liquid coming out of him. He's splashing and sloshing around. His insides have been Christ, liquefied. Have some respect for yourself, Jesus. Gods <laughs> um, everywhere. I don't that. I don't but he's fine, and he goes and he just goes to hospital. So the doctor comes. Like it's not that he's been killed. He's all sloshy and splashy, and then the doctor comes and goes, "Oh, he'll be fine." Take him to hospital, though. Yeah, so I'm definitely not fine. I think I'm dead. <laughs> nah, My bones have melted. 
Yeah, it's not so small, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so they, they pop up. This is where we meet the doctor character. What did you say his name was? I just recognised him as the doctor. He looks like oh. a doctor. He's always kind of... Um, he's got one eyebrow up. Kind John of McCabe. Just, yeah, John, looks McCabe. Like John McCabe. Yeah. So what what accent has he got? Is he like doctor? It's got a regional like received pronunciation. He's like a he's British, don't he? I thought. Yeah. He sounded, he sounded British. Oh, I'm yeah. John McCabe. No, he didn't sound like that. I've just imagined him. Hello, John, I'm McCabe. John McCabe. Yeah, I think Hello. it's like a like yeah. a non-accent. One of them, like oh, yeah. news reporter accents. One of them. Um. um so, and the plumber comes. Then they get the plumber on. Get, get the plumber on, and she goes, basement's flooded, is that serious? And he goes, oh, not really. Oh, Joe the it plumber. Is. Yeah. Yeah, Joe it the is. plumber. Like, like, I tell you, like, I'm not, like, I've told you this, Ben, I'm not a plumber. Never have I claimed to be a plumber, but for me, the layman, flooded basement, I'd consider quite a serious plumbing incident if my basement yeah. was flooded. Yeah, like but completely. Plum- and she says, how, how long is it going to be? I think he said, I think oh, she, no, she takes... says like it's going to be an hour or something, and he says no, it'll be like longer. So no, this job, this job takes as long a... as it takes. Oh, I hope she's oh, yeah, training does... him for the job, not for the time. He does say that he's he's a cowboy, isn't he? He's going to screw him over. Well, Sorry, well, he instantly starts two bubs. like knocking the wall out, like within seconds. Like he goes, "Oh, look at that wall! That needs to come out. <laughs> <laughs> that wall is doing nothing." I suppose Bang. there's water coming through it, uh, but I feel like you'd. Be a bit more cautious before you start what, whacking it. Over. I, I know, I know, I know what stopped this leak. <laughs> Less bricks, too many bricks in this basement. Yeah, I'll chip it out. Him, yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> what he does is he chips, chips a door to hell, and then gets his gets his blooming eyes gouged, doesn't he? This film's got a real yeah. hard on for eyes. Like eyes are all over. Eyes getting gouged. Eyes, milky eyes. I think that's a faulty special. Like there's a lot of eye stuff. Yeah. Even in Zombie, um, Zombie Two, I, I remember there's like a really famous bit with a splinter going in an eye yeah. for, for like ten I mean, minutes. Yeah, do you find eyes a bit like I think. Yeah, I get a bit squee- uh, squeamish when it comes to eyes. Yeah, I'm not too bad with eyes. I know what you mean. I can. They're weird. Like I was watching. I don't know if you guys have seen Staff Let's Flats. Like one of the weirdest, yeah. bizarre comedies. I watched se- Series Three in like two nights the other day. But he made a good point. He says, like, aren't eyes weird? He was like, you're all skin, and then there's just two bits of water on your face. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? When you think about it, it's kind of weird. All skin, and you've got two random bits of water on your face. I, he was like, I hate eyes. That's why. That's exactly He's why. been poking him out all his career. This is a um, weird yeah. one, because this, this, the plumber gets like his eye gouged out, but it takes like, the eyelid with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's a package like- deal. Because of whatever they're they're using for the the heads, the they're like plasticine models or something. So like it, I don't know what oh, the eyes did, but like when they pull like bits of it out, like it comes, it kind of cheese string pulls away, like melted cheese pulls away. But like, can we, uh, can we get an effect where just the eyeball comes out? It's like ah, I I the eyelids got to come with it. I make them with the eyelids, and I make them. It's like when you buy a new wing mirror for your carrots. <laughs> yeah, um, you can't just have the glass. Um, so he has been gouged and then he is, he's in a poorly way. He's, he's, he's right poorly. He's, he's, he's vomiting up blancmange and trifle. Oh it's yeah. Like a, he's dead, like dead an, right? a wedding that's gone too wrong. He's like, Bleh. yeah. He's what, what did you say, Luke? He's, he's what? completely dead, dead, right? 
Yeah, he's been. Oh, yeah. he's dead. No, he's he's dead, dead, dead. There's dead, dead, and there's dead, 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 which is what, what happened. He becomes. D- did he? Did he go to the morgue? The weird morgue with just people lying down in plastic bags. Yeah, or... it's the one from Halloween Kills. Just the open plan morgue. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, they t- they t- it looks like him, a like a UFO there. like yeah. abduction room. Like it's it such does. an interesting looking white room. Weird. Isn't it? Um, yeah. So they take him there, but not yet. First. Um, do we see what kills him now? What pokes his eyes out? Isn't it? Isn't I think it it's porridge? the man who isn't got the porridgeman. Porridgeman, yeah. It's porridgeman, yeah, yeah. And he looks porridge like he's, just, he's made of um, meringue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, or the ready bread guy from those eighties adverts. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> glowing with ready bread energy. Very cereal based ghouls. You got the ready bread <laughs> man. You got sugar puff dude. What was his name? Honey monster. Honey monster. <laughs> Bloody terrifying. Tony um, the tiger. Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger, yeah. He's the, yeah, now the man. Ready Brett guy. Um, yeah. Either that or that Lurpak Butter Man. But he <laughs> is. <laughs> so, <laughs> old Douglas. So Douglas has thrown his arm out and he's the one that's gouged Joe the plumber. Give him a right old gouging. So yeah. you're going to gouge my my landlady, I guess, if he's living in her basement. You're going to gouge my landlady for your plumber's prices. I'll give you a gouging right in the eyes. Um, and Meanwhile, um, Liza has gone. Lisa has gone to visit Emily, who she meets on the smoky road to Silent Hill uh, with yeah. her dog, old uh, old Dicky. Remember, Dicky is a key character. Yeah, old Dicky. Dicky like a CNI dog. Do, do people have CNI dog like CNI Alsatians? Emily does. But and she and when she arrives, she goes, "Oh, I've been looking really hard for you." It's a bit insensitive. Like, either I've been looking <laughs> so hard, that's why my eyes are broken. Um, I, I mean, there's nowhere I would have stopped for her. I would literally just go, "Get out of the fucking way! You're standing in the middle of the road." Yeah, yeah, I, I think she is a ghost. <laughs> yeah, because even even the guy said, "Doctor, later on, no one lives in their house, and they haven't for years." So I think she must be a a, a ghoul. From the nineteen twenties, yeah, when she read that read, read that yeah. book to death, yeah. In the nineteen twenties, though, again, I think we've spoken about this before. In the olden days, you could die of a lot less. You know that if you have a bad week, you got to go to the seaside to recuperate, otherwise you die. She must yeah. have read that book, and it was so scary. Died of it. Died of scariness. Yeah. Um. So, what happens? <laughs> where, where do we go now? Emily comes back to Liza's hotel, and this is because the music in this is a, an absolute delight anyway. But um, I'm gonna say we've not mentioned the music yet. Liza's this may the, be the best thing about the film, I thought. Oh yeah, of course. It's like <laughs> what, what, funky. It's a bit funky. A it's bit... quite proggy, pro- progressive. The bass lines are, get, are get a bit crazy at times, but it's all it's always about that piano melody that Emily plays a lot. Yeah, and em- right. that's the best bit in this scene. It came on and I was like, oh, here we go again. It's this, this like, upbeat piano. And Emily's playing it to her. I just thought, oh, invite you around your house. I'll play the piano for you. And she did yeah. the creepiest, jinky-janky song. Yeah. And then, like, uh, there's a lot of, like... Yeah, you're right, you are, Ben. It's, like, quite funky drums with, like, synthesizing piano and synths and stuff. And then there seems to, like... I don't know. There's this bit later on when it's like acid creeping across the floor or spiders creeping across the floor. Those bits are always scored by funky jazz 
evil evil frog funk jazz. Like it's a weird weird music. But I mean, frog funk jazz porn music. Yeah, yeah. I think it works. I think it's quite interesting. It makes the whole thing feel like a weird music video. Oh yeah, yeah. It definitely works. I like it. So there's there's other little bits here. So we have this meeting and so on as well. But realistically, after after Emily's played her piano terror jazz, um, Joe has had an autopsy already. Like the guy is literally sewing him back up. Yeah, yeah like giant uh, shoelaces. Like it's not medical. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not medical thread at all. <laughs> it's like a licorice. Piece of licorice or something. He's like tying them up together. <laughs> I don't have any stitches, all right? I didn't have any, but uh, a sweet shop next door. So, <laughs> so he's licoricing him up. And then um, the, the guy, the other assistant comes in and he goes, oh, I might try my brainwave. And he goes, oh, go on, try the brainwave machine on him if you must. But I'm going to do an autopsy on this guy when I get back. So he puts yeah. him in. And then is this Joe's wife that's come to dress him for a funeral? I think maybe, and the daughter is the, the ginger girl yeah. outside yeah. the room. What's yeah, a, Jill, what happens to Joe's wife? Joe's exactly. wife she kind of sees falls. something off screen and screams at it so loud that it tips a load of acid on her. It's weird because <laughs> the close-up of the acid is like a clear liquid, but when it's landed on her face, it looks like viscous. <laughs> it, turns, yeah. it turns her into raspberry sorbet. It does, yeah. and I mean... and. Let's be honest, her daughter does nothing to try and help her. She like at what one can, point she could what can could, you do? Well, to be fair, it just started falling on her face. She could have immediately moved her, but she just watches the whole thing unfold. Watches it all unfold. Yeah. Too late now, too late. Because oh mama runs in. She oh, once you've got a bit of acid on, you might as well leave it. Um so she lets the acid pours on her and then it begins to foam up, becomes like a raspberry, a raspberry air. If Heston were here, ah, yeah, it looks like a like melting Solero or something. Yeah, what, what's the uh, raspberry Kool-Aid? Yeah, well, all of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it, is it meant to imply that it's like alive? Because it seems to like be coming well, for her. It's chasing her. Unfortunately, yeah. Jill has absolutely fucked it here because she's not in a maze. She's in one room and doesn't try the door that she came into. She tries several other doors, oh, and God. eventually gets spooked <laughs> by. Opens the the fridge to all the oh, there's a dead body in there. All the dead bodies that loom yeah. out at her, and then God. Jill is. Um, we fast forward then to uh, so Jill is like so. Jill screams by the as the sorbet encroaches. We have a quicker side where we go to a local bar, where um, you know where the doctor and our mate and Emily, oh sorry, and Lisa are enjoying some milkshakes and some actual jazz. Yeah, in New Orleans. Yeah. That's doctor gets a phone did you, call. Did you also notice that the jazz band were playing like what five feet behind them, and they're having a lovely conversation? It's like, <laughs> no, can you just turn the noise down on the jazz band just a little yeah. bit? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, little volume knobs on the instrument. Playing like when the yeah. Saints go marching in next to them. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, Sit somewhere else, isn't it? If you're gonna have a conversation, go, out, let's go outside. It's a nice day. New Orleans, famously quite warm. Um, yeah. So, but she's having a lovely milkshake with a cherry on top. Lovely. Um, unfortunately, it's all interrupted when the doctor gets a call to obviously tell them something's gone wrong. What? In the hospital. Acid? <laughs> she not bloody acid. What's this? Like, a jar of acid? Not that acid I left on the side. Is it? <laughs> right on the edge. Right on the edge. It couldn't have fallen on it. It's quite a low shelf. She'd have to have been lying underneath it. 
Yeah. As I, as I left, I thought I should um, I should put the lid on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, put a lid on it. Oh well, too late. Put it under the sink where the where you're supposed to keep the acid. Um, but um, the doctor gets a call, and we fast forward straight to the funeral. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, quick. Uh, and we we see that Joe and um, Joe's wife, who we don't get a name for, uh, are being buried. And you never guess what's happened to Jill. So Jill scared, <laughs> Jill, Jill's the for no reason ginger stepdaughter, okay. the, not stepdaughter, right. the, yeah, the ginger yeah. daughter. She's been quail egged. She's been quail egged. Yeah, yeah. Happy and no one mentions it. She goes normal again later on, and she and she gets quail legged, quail legged again. I think, or maybe she's just full, she's got her full eyes time quail legged. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a, I don't know what. So what's going on now? So there's the two people who work there at the house. Yeah, she's they down. Came uh, the, with the house. Yeah, they they came with the house. There's the hotel <laughs> worker who she who who uh, Lisa catches in her bedroom, sniffing him out for keys, and then there's the yeah. housekeeper. Uh, the housekeeper is down in the basement. You know what? Still flooded. Yeah, yeah. Still bloody flooded. She goes into the water at one point as well, doesn't she? With her little yeah, little welly boots on. She pops down. She pops down there. Um, Lisa is back at the house and um, and is told by Emily the the bell to room thirty six is ringing. She goes, "Listen, Lisa, never ever go into room thirty six because the ready break man was killed in there." How many rooms are in this house? It's not that big, is it? At, at least thirty six. <laughs> at least thirty six rooms. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's um, like the TARDIS. Maybe it's like. Just room six on the third floor, though. Ah, yeah. You had to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not maybe not that many, but there's only eighteen rooms. Um, but yeah, so room thirty-six, you must not go in there. Uh, but Lisa puts her foot down to Emily and says, "Listen, mate, I lived in New York, and if there's one thing I learned from living in New York, it's not to be scared of ghosts. It's that Ghostbusters thing." Yeah. Same universe. <laughs> the Ghostbusters yeah. have taught me the real life business from New York has taught us that they, and by extension, I am afraid of no ghosts. Exactly. <laughs> Can't live your life by it. So I'm going to go immediately into room 36, which sends old Emily running out of the house with, um, with Dickie with her. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, she goes immediately to room 36, immediately regrets it because you'll never guess he's in there. That's right. Even though he was killed in the basement by the men, um, it's um, uh, the Ready Break Man. Ready, ready Shrek. Be- ready Break Shrek. Can't even say that name. Jesus Christ. Ready Shrek is in there. Um, um, he's nailed to still- the wall. Yeah. Let's have a look then. He's behind you. Oh, yeah. He's behind me. There he is. Now to the bloody wall. He looks worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, he looks oh, 50 no. years yeah. old. He looks like the you left the strawberries in the fridge for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've gone, oh, I really fancy a strawberry. We've got some in the fridge. Oh, oh, you pick them up geez. and they're like... So yeah, they are nailed to the wall. Yeah. In the <laughs> they're nailed to, they're nailed to the wall in the bedroom in room 36. 
devastated. Um, she gets a bit spooked. Does he try and get her, or is he just there? I think he's just there, just hanging in. He... Leave him. Let him be. Is just chilling. Oh, out. Wait. Somehow he ends up at the uh, the hospital, right? Yeah, he was there earlier on. I think I think when the maid discovered Joe's gouged body, um, she yeah, also okay. discovers Freddy Shrek. Right, okay. Yeah. There's also I noticed a bit um Ready Breakman was on a more mortician's table and he was blinking. And this was before he was supposed to be, I'm pretty sure. Like <laughs> he was just he's just on the side of the scene and he was just like blinking and like licking his Scra- lips. Scratching his butt. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to pretend to be a dead body, all right? Have you ever tried it? It's bloody this hard. makeup's hot. <laughs> They've literally encased me in ready brick for this film. It's really, really uncomfortable. I don't know. I don't know if it's about here, but there, there was another guy who is like the, the realtor or something. He uh, goes to check out the book of Ibon in, in this little library. The the guy who works at the library is is Fulci. He's like laughing, like <laughs> is that him? That's oh, oh, yeah. He's is sitting there reading the sitting there reading the Beano or something. He finds it very funny. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> well, he says something weird, so weird about the book, didn't he? He's like, no one's re- no one's ever got that book out of this library in however many years. It's great are they, though. Are they at cross purposes though? Because Lisa sees. I keep flipping Lisa or Liza. She sees the the book, the Ebon book from the window. And is like, oh, it's that book. I'm going to go and have a look because it was in the room 36 and it disappeared. Yeah. Um, she oh, nips yeah. in and it's not that book anymore. And then Fulci, reading his Beano, is laughing away going, that's a... But is he talking about the disappearing book or the book that she has now gone in and found there? I feel like Fulci's librarian is... Uh, is just, I don't know, like a nightmarish... He reminded me of like something from like Jacob's Ladder or something. Like he was, wasn't quite there the, the book the book of ibon that was at the hotel is at um lisa's house because later it, it, on the doctor finds it there yeah it's been teleported there at the minute but okay it's it was okay. in the window oh, okay. briefly but now oh it's yeah just, of course it was uh, yeah but then uh the realtor guy gets up on the well i don't know if it is here Something, something, he, somehow it, he is, it is now he goes he goes up yeah. he, he does like a beauty he wants the plans to the house because Lisa basically says, "I'll oh, do what you want with it, mate. Just get the plans." Oh yeah. And okay. he goes to get he goes to get the plans, but and they're up on like a Beauty and the Beast like Bell Library ladder. <laughs> yeah. And he's I like spinning those. around on there, and he and he goes up, and it's on the very very top it shelf. Time. Yeah. Um, and when he opens it, unfortunately, the opening of the plans summons three things: lightning. Spiders and the soundtrack to Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. <laughs> so all three of those things are summoned. He gets pinged off the ladder by a by the lightning, those and then spiders. he's lying on the floor. He goes, and then the yeah. uh, little spiders come walking along. The thing is, most of the spiders are real. They must be because of the way they're yeah. walking. But then every now and again, they'd be like an obviously fake plastic. That's to like a brown, a brown felt. <laughs> There's a glove. <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. I mean, if you're scared of spiders in any way, like tarantulas, whatever, this like is going to change Because he, he's like paralyzed or something. I'm, I'm guessing he's like cracked his back or something. He can't get up. And the spiders are on his face. They, they bite a chunk out of his lip. He's got like yeah. clay lips now. Take a little chip out of his nose. Yeah, yeah. They take the middle bit of his nose off. 
It's brutal. Um, There's like a really then... close bit where it like shows his tongue getting yeah, like, bit into. Pinch that as well. Pinch the little spiders. And they're like squeaky, aren't they? They are squeaky, yeah. They're like... Yeah, these spiders. <laughs> so many things squeak in this. There's the man yeah. that drives past to the hospital trolley, then WD forty in the place. Come on. I feel like that that's a trope. I do feel like I get a lot from these kind of movies, these tiny horror movies. They're always very squeaky. I'm not too sure what, <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's because someone went, What noise do spiders make? And someone went, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Kind of like the noise they give squirrels as well. <laughs> squirrels. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so he gets, he gets, he gets chomped up, yeah. and then this is this is what you were saying, Luke, about the plot kind of becomes secondary here, and we just go from one thing to the next because um, yeah. Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds eats the the architect, um, and, and the, then the, the building go... plans disappear from the page. Oh yeah, See that? but like I thought that's a like, weird detail, but like. Gradually, it's not yeah, like, like they all disappear. One, one room go. goes, and then one yeah. room goes. Yeah, said weird. Uh, yeah, it was very strange. Maybe it's like... just an aged. It's an aged ink, and now exposed to the sunlight, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. um, but meanwhile, back at the hotel, the maid is there, and she faces. We'll have a little pause here. A real life horror: blooming hair babies in the sink. Oh God! Oh, yeah, God. that is gross. Yeah. Worst job, worst job you can do around the house, getting the hair babies out, or is there a worst? It's quite one? satisfying. Satisfying. Actually. I was gonna. Is that exactly yeah. what I was gonna say, Luke? It is satisfying. Well, especially uh, when it gets like... kind of caught. Mm-hmm. We're on the same wavelength here. We're on the same wavelength. Oh, it's yeah. good to have it done, but I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. I think it, there's a comedian that pointed it out, and I don't know who it is to credit them, but hair on people's heads. Lovely people love it. They want love, lovely, luxurious hair. They want to stroke it. They want to. Soon as hair is off a person. Disgusting. It is gross. It is gross. Yeah. But I like I remember once the bath water wouldn't go down and we, we had like the, the the long spiky things you you should oh, down there to try and get stuff out. Because you've got like a really hairy dog and like we bath her, so we figured there's probably like chunks of dog hair down there. Nothing would work for about two weeks, and I was like, I'm gonna have to call the landlord, which I hate doing because I hate having people come around the house. Uh we use the plunger as like a last ditch effort and it worked. And it was like one of the best feelings. <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. tell you what, I'll, I'll revolutionize your life. We used to be got a lot of these. I've got a trusted one that's in the house now. You want to get yourself a proper plumbing snake, big, long uh, metal thing that's got like a spirally hook at the end, and you get it down that drain. And obviously, yeah. it's it can wheedle its way down. And it's when it's uncoiled, it's you know a few meters long, and you get it all down there. It's probably Halfway to Australia, and then you can. <laughs> and then you have someone Australian man's bum. Yeah, bum. And you yank it all through, <laughs> and um, you, you fish out all kinds of things, and it's very satisfying oh, to see how fast the water goes afterwards. There's just, just an Australian man blocking it this whole time. I got him. <laughs> Put me back. G'day. That was terrible. Yeah. That was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> back, sorry. It's a one-way trip with a plumbing snake, but it is um, is yeah. very satisfying. But the worst job, especially when you've got it almost out, and you have to use especially your hand. Especially when you're like, it's definitely not my hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Have anyone in this house? It's, it's just not mine. <laughs> and yet you're the person who has to has to deal with it. That's yeah. the man's, man's job, I guess. We, um, 
It was when we lived in <laughs> when we lived in Korea. We had uh, the first flat that Karen when we met. We we were both working over there. Um, the first flat she had it had been the te- the foreign teachers had always had these these houses, um, and her flatmate left, and she took on the biggest room that had an ensuite, which is very nice. But the first thing she wanted to do was get it really cleaned, and I don't think the drain traps have been cleaned forever, and literally I'd say the term hair baby. It was like a baby that we got out of there. Uh, it was geez, the those, uh, worst. Those things um, they're using like spells and stuff, where like someone's swallowed loads of hair and it's kind of created like a stone in the stomach. You know what I mean? God. Yeah, it's called like a. It begins with a B. Yeah. Like if you it, you use it for casting spells, then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's really Bagul. It's the the guy yeah, from. It's the yeah. it's, it's 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 not called Bagul. That's the baddie from Sinister. Bazoa. 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 Even the name. Yeah. They look a, they look a little bit like yeah the one that I the one that I fished out of that of the drain it looked like um looked like the baddie from from Malignant. It was terrible. <laughs> Some of these are pretty gross. Some of them look very interesting. Like, how is that hair? Strange. Um, Every second, I have to send Axel out. He's fussing at me. Yeah. Uh, and then, so what happens? J- Joe gets out of... So the maid woman, is she a maid? She's cleaning the bathroom, uh, and there's a bathtub, which is full of shite. Um, and then Joe's animated corpse gets out, and... Uh, and kills her. I mean, the dirtiest water you're ever likely to see. This is like Western Supermare on a <laughs> yeah. on acid. Um, and he gets out and kills her. Reminds me of that that scene. Do you remember the scene in Resident Evil, the first game, where you uh, you have to unclog, yeah. take the plug out of a bath? Yes, um, I thought of that exact one then. Yeah. Um, if there's a, if there's a tub that's that that dirty and you have to un, no, don't want to put your hand into that murky darkness so how does how does the animated corpse of joe kill her he gives her a classic face grab because the forces of evil love a face grab from this to evil dead and beyond they'll grab you by the face and then he shoves her onto a nail and And guess what pops out (laughs) (laughs) eyeball yeah this is different because he pops out from the back not the front yeah yeah it's true classic you gotta mix it up these things you know I think the yeah. other housekeeper's been killed off screen. I think we've. Oh, yeah, because we, we see him just. He looks, well, the basement's still flooded. I'll go and have a poke around over here, and he's just not been seen for a bit. He'll come yeah. back a bit later. Um, uh, but now we go off to, like Emily, Emily? off to Emily's house. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, bit of a sad scene, which she's suddenly surrounded by ghosts. Uh, the ghost of the people who killed the guy at yeah, the start of the film, right? I think so. Yeah. It's it's the various ones because there's the spy, the one with the, the, basically after you get got by these things, you're one of them because Joe the plumber is there, okay. Reddy Breck's there, um, the guess, um, the spider I'm... the spider chomped architect is there. Okay. Yeah. I she does like the chomped architect. Pr- Production wise, they're like let's just use the same people. Cause... Use them all. Yeah. And you leave literally after you've had that scene where you've had that makeup for your demise, then we'll just use that for your leave on. on. (laughs) Um, She does like a proper, I guess, a more modern touch point. 
she's like the emperor from Star Wars episode three, where she's like, no, please don't take me back to hell. Please, please. And then her unlimited power moment. And she's like, Dickie, get him. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's almost like she forgot, she forgot she had the dog as an option. And then she just suddenly. Well, yeah, she's cowering in a yeah. corner. And then Dickie just comes over like it's nothing. He's very relaxed about the beard. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> about Wagging his tail. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I was worried when it was just a storm. But now I know it's just these undead zombies. I'm not bothered. And yeah. she goes, Dickie, have him. And, the, and then he... Ter- Dickie, sick him. And, yeah. and, and he absolutely canes. Uh, is it Plumber Joe or is it the or is it Ready Shrek? Ready Shrek, yeah. I thought it was Ready Shrek. Um, but I guess like it was the wrong thing to do because yeah, yeah Dickie it, does a heel turn. But yeah, he does a heel turn because he so comes, seems he, like he's, cha- gone, he's chased the zombies off and then goes... Let's look around and then you know what? You I'm sick of you. I'm, I'm in the mood for saying my name. Now. <laughs> <laughs> my name's yeah, not was... even Dickie. <laughs> my name's Richard. It's Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I hate being called Dickie. <laughs> yeah, so he pulls her throat out and then Rip bites her, her ear off for good measure. Yeah, it's yeah. quite brutal. Um, so then I think we're, we're coming towards, I guess, like the last 20 minutes where things are kicking off. Um, yeah, uh, the doctor takes. Well, they escape the hotel. I think they're in the hotel. They're downstairs, and they see uh, they get attacked by one of the housekeepers, and also maybe Ready Shrek. Uh, or... uh, Arthur, the other guy, comes out the water like Killer Croc and gives them a gives gives Emily a, gives uh, sorry Lisa a scare. Yeah. She runs upstairs, and the doctor's there, and he's like, "I'm sick of this." He actually said, "I'm sick of this." Yeah. Tell me all these stories. I went to that bloody woman's house. No blind woman and a dog live there. It's um, just this book, which I did read. This is and... dead blind woman. Yeah. <laughs> like really blind. I just couldn't <laughs> see anything. <laughs> and, her, and her invincible dog. He's just, I don't know where he's gone off, off to seek his fortune, I guess. Yeah, home um, bound. Yeah, he's gone. Um but he said that there was this book here, though. I had a read of it, and it says, Your hotel, mate, only on one of the seven gateways to hell. Um, so I'm sick of these stories. Um, I'm, I'm a, like, let's go to the hospital because I'm a doctor and I refuse, refuse, will not hear of it, an, an irrational explanation. I need a real one. So we're going to go to the hospital and we're going to see what this is all about. Yeah. And then. And then they do. They go to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, I think you're uh, on mute, Andy. Sorry. Um, they say, oh, the, you, you told me that this was a portal to hell, right? And saying hell kicks it off. It must be with all the zombies coming out. Someone goes, right, we're so close to the amount of evil we need to break through. If someone just swears in this room, it's going to be enough. And him saying hell was enough to do it. Because all of a sudden, all the thunder goes off and they're, they're on the way. Now these zombies yeah. as well. I mean, are they the slowest zombies ever put to film? Do you think? They're pretty slow, pretty dumb. Don't um, use their hands much. They just sort of butt yeah. into things. Butt into things. Also, like the, the doctor, bullets. The doctor gets a gun, and how long does it take him to realize that shooting him in the chest or the body or oh the leg my... or the arm doesn't God. do anything? It's so frustrating because he seems it to get down... it and then forget. Yeah. He seems. He goes. Hang on a minute. All right, I got to hit him in the head. Have I? I'll shoot this next one in the wrist. 
Just a check. Just a just check a is check. not their weak point. Yeah. It wouldn't, I wouldn't care so much if he was missing sometimes again. But at first, he shoots the first one a couple of times, gets in the head. You would think at that point, right, you've got it now. But he does that three or four times. And you think, okay, he's got it now. No, no, he's gone back to just doing the body shots. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, and isn't there, when they're trying to escape, does Liza purposely go in the lift without him? Or is that like an accident? No, he gets... I think she goes in without him and he and she meets up with Jill who's just hanging out in the hospital still. Oh yeah. But immediately oh, she went back. Why did she go back there? Because it was after the funeral. Well, she just liked it. There's uh, also it, yeah. another doctor who gets gla- glass smashed into his face. Yeah, he gets yeah. glass X smacking it. He's like, what's happened to you? Don't know nothing. And then before you know it, the glass. He turns into clay beforehand for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened I thought there was a really um, funny bit where uh, the doctor runs towards the lift and he like points the gun forward and lift and we're seeing his point of view and there's nothing there and then the entire camera goes to the right and we see the, the girl, uh, Emily and the girl sat there Yeah, there's like, what, they not see the them? <laughs> they were just like, just move slightly to the right and he went, oh, how, did he, how did he get <laughs> oh, out of there though? Because he went into... It was a very doomed feeling to this, but like when he saw Harris, who turned himself into clay so as not to get yeah. too hurt by the glass X machina, um, how did that stop the zombies being outside so he could walk back to the lift? Magic. They disappear <laughs> when they they disappear when they die. Resident Evil style. Well, maybe uh, maybe um, if the, if there's some sort of malevolent spirit involved in this or sentient things making this happen, be. be uh, it kind of makes sense because it wants because suddenly they're in hell or like suddenly they're back in the basement of the hotel. Yeah, and they um, say impossible, impossible. Oh, before, before they yeah. do that, though, you've missed the key element that when they get into the other, when they're doing this move around, Jill becomes evil very briefly, but the doctor has mastered his headshots for oh, that. God, it's yeah. like a suck it, Jill, <laughs> blows her head. Poor he Jill. literally doesn't. He doesn't even. He doesn't hesitate I just before he shoots Jill. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I think I... she goes <coughs> bang. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Her entire forehead yeah, yeah. gets blown off. Yeah, like, she's not had a good day at all. What? A good couple of days. So yeah. mum get acided. The dad stress. went to work and didn't come back. And then yeah, uh, her head blown off. That's yeah. the thing, though. That's the weird thing. Apart from the passage of time where it's actually telegraphed at the beginning that 60 years have passed or whatever amount of time it is, it's a long old time. There are things great... that there are things that suggest that time should have passed in this film, like a man having an autopsy or then it being his funeral. But also there's some presentation about it that makes it feel like this is all the same day. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's yeah, happened for probably... 50 years, and then suddenly it's just all kicking off. Yeah. Um, um, so you're right. They're they're in the basement. They say impossible, and then what? Where were you going with there, Ben? Uh, I can't remember really. <laughs> where was I going with that? Yeah, they they kind of just accept that they're in the basement, and it's impossible. Oh, we are back in the hotel. Um, oh, better walk into this painting, I guess. I um have to say, I mean, I really like this ending for some reason. When they're in oh, that yeah. kind of weird hellscape. Um, it's quite cool and the music is like crescendoing and um, now they've got quail egg eyes and they're just looking out 
I kept expecting there'd be like zombies walking towards them from the, you know, like yeah. thousands and thousands of zombies from. That's I guess what it I thought, could yeah. Be uh, but you did hear him. I think you heard some moaning. Were you meant to think that they were like absorbed into the painting in some way? Then because we kept seeing I, a shot where it didn't look like they were in it. I don't. I, I didn't. Because yeah, we end on the painting, on right? And then there's I, like a monologue from, I, I assume, Ready Shrek. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of those moments where it's like the, the dead will walk the earth or whatever. I, I didn't get the impression that they were in the painting. I just thought they were in hell. Like they've gone through yeah. the gateway into hell, and that's just the painting is just what it looks like. Yeah, like a, yeah. an artist's depiction of, of hell. Um, uh, it's like a, it's not a long film, like an hour and seventeen minutes, I think, or so. But I mean, it does feel slow at times. That tarantula yeah. scene is at least twenty minutes long. Yeah, it's <laughs> very, very long. The spiders walk over to him in real time with their <laughs> yeah. Jeff Wayne's music. <laughs> yeah. Not long enough. It wasn't long enough. I want to double that. <laughs> I've got some name game if, you, if you're up for it. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, yes. So this first one is about a woman who inherits a hotel uh, that was once the site of a horrific murder. And it turns out to be a gateway to a place where everybody knows your name and they make you feel like family. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that's all I can make. <laughs> Cheers. Everybody knows your name. The... Well, it's just like you feel like you uh, uh, <laughs> don't want to ruin the the belong the belonged, yeah. Uh, okay. The belonged. Um, cheers! Is exactly what I thought. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Cheers! Uh, I was trying to think of every actor who's in, in the pa- in the painting at the end. Yeah. It's just that bloke with a we win sign in like the sepia tone. Everybody knows your name. The belonged. Um, yeah, the belonged. Yeah. Uh, next one, a uh, woman inherits a hotel. Uh, it was once the site of a horrific bee stinging. Uh, and on the floor in the basement, there's a little magic stick that allows her to control bees. The bee. Um... Magic stick. Magic stick. The bee. Muted again, Andy. The. My computer's <laughs> going insane. It muted itself then. Uh, knows the what's bee... going on. The bee. Possessed. Harry Potter's stick. got one. The B one. The B wand. The B wand. Yeah. Oh, you should have left me on mute, Ben. You would have got it. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> Next one. Woman inherits a hotel in Louisiana, um, and it may be a gateway to the pop punk band Blink One Eight Two. The. The Delonge. <laughs> Tom Delonge. Tom Delonge. The Tom DeLong, is that it? Well, just Tom DeLong. Doesn't oh, quite work, but I just uh, like Blink Wait to see. Just enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, next one: a woman inherits a hotel in Louisiana. Uh, there was one site of a horrific murder, uh, and which may is that in the basement there's a little body of water that people have been weeing in. The pee pond. Why? Well, yeah, the wee pond. Wee pond. Yeah. Uh, and the last one: a little body of water. Yeah, basement's still flooded. I might add. Yeah, yeah. it's not getting any less flooded either. Well, the way you're doing. <laughs> Last one: woman inherits a hotel in Louisiana, um, and there's a gateway to. Oh, the the basement just is full of hair dye. <clears throat> uh, the uh, bee blonde. Uh, Pretty much. I mean, I put the blonde. 
But it's the same idea. With with enough hair dye, you could be blonde. Could be yeah. blonde. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well done. Five out of five. Nailed it. Need to rate the film. Rate good. Uh, rate good or rate bad? That's the big question. Uh, you want to take the lead, Luke? You chose the movie. Yeah, your prerogative. Yeah. I. Uh, I think you can't rate this film in the sense of let's go see um, a film that makes sense. You can't rate it on those terms. <laughs> <laughs> let's go see like... a film that makes sense. No, I do not want to. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't... You can't, you're not comparing apples with apples. <laughs> You've got to think of this is like the, the primary experience that uh, 40 is trying to create here is a kind of hellish horror uh fever dream i mean that's like that's like the, the judging criteria and for me he kind of nails that um it's just a little bit long in the tooth at times and also a little bit a little bit squeaky <laughs> at times to my taste i'd say i'm gonna go with a a b minus classic a b a b yeah beyond minus beyond minus yeah beyond minus um I think maybe maybe slightly less than that, just because I did struggle a little bit to get through it. I think I mean I honestly think it is kind of great as like a one-time watch, like in terms of all the effects. I think watching it with uh, with a load of people would probably be quite good as well. Um, there are a couple of slow moments, a couple of slow sections where I did feel a bit like who, what, where, why. <laughs> um, but as soon as heads were getting melted by acid, I was like, yeah. Um, the whole zombie section, I guess, was a bit tedious because i was like yeah come on yeah yeah you're too bloody slow i guess he didn't he didn't live in a in a video game playing world like headshots don't anything to it second nature now different time no idea no idea at all um i think so yeah i think i give it a c plus um because i still enjoyed it to a degree but it didn't didn't change my life um but i'll never look at tarantulas or uh, Alsatian dogs or quails already break <laughs> already break in the same way my life has changed forever uh, there you go um, I know this was one that was I think because of its narrative delivery and so on it's easy for us to make fun of the things that happen but I will say like, there were some really nice practical gore effects in there lots of eye stuff which no one likes no one likes anything going wrong with your eyes um so there was some there were some good effective bits of horror and also i feel that this is one that you could just you could show those horror scenes you could show those individual things as standalone and they hold up well as effective little bites of horror it's just the connective tissue as you say, Luke, maybe that isn't whatever what he what he intended. So can't really judge it based on that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ben on a C plus. I think like I, I'm still I'm I'm glad you chose it, Luke. I know you said when you sent it to us, make sure you're still talking to me after you've seen it, and that that's that's never in doubt. You could make us watch Juve Bowl and we'd still talk we'll to you, but um, we'd. But I'm glad I, I I'm glad I've seen it. I think it's a it's a good one to have seen. So a C plus from me. It's worth seeing. Hell yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, next week we're moving on to our next batch of films. I think. Oh no, this is the first of the new batch. Um, 
what is we doing? Oh, last night in Soho. Last night in Soho it? next week. Last night in Soho, okay. yeah. So that, that'd be fun. And that's Exciting probably, probably that. what yeah. the second Edgar Wright movie we've ever done on the podcast. So I guess there's not too many movies you could do. I don't think you could get away with Hot Fuzz or no. Maybe no. could you get away with the world's end? I don't think so. I don't think it's horror enough. It's like it's like yeah. sci-fi, sci-fi centric, isn't it? Really? Yeah, they're robots, aren't they? So yeah. they're good. Belly robots. Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, Crimson Peak, and yeah. then some Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice bit of child-friendly horror. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for. They got some good choices this month. Maybe we'll talk talk about Atlas somewhere if we all manage to see it somewhere. Yeah, going to see if it's showing at a cinema near me right now. I don't think it is showing. Sounds good. (laughs) Cool. All right then. Um, Thanks for listening. Be sure to become a patron over at uh, our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash forward slash horror hangout. Uh, Thanks to our current patrons, John Crinan, who's a patron against his will, Ben Scaife, (laughs) Stephen Christopher, Toby Miller, Laura Kendrick, Scott Rigby, and Perzuzu. Uh, thanks to Covert Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Uh, thanks to the listeners. Please consider rating and reviewing and join the Facebook group, Horror Hangout Board Advisors. Thanks to my co hosts, Ben and Andy, for being right horror dudes. Thank you very much, Luke. Thank you very much, Andy. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Pleasure as always. I'm off for a nice bowl of tasty porridge. Yeah, mm. yeah. Make sure it's nice and hot. Piping. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.